Hey, everybody. First episode of a new year. Happy New Year. I hope that it was beautiful for you. I hope that you reflected. I hope that even if you don't do anything until March, you know, the proven time and space where we should be celebrating newness, that you still had a moment to reflect on 23 and make some tweaks or some changes for this upcoming year. I have got a lot of information that's going to come, a lot of podcasts, a lot of value to share with you all as we all work on our goals this year. Now, my audio has been jacked. It has been a mess. It has been flaky. It is not what we're used to. I've been having issues connecting my mic to my Mac, and it's just been a situation. However, so much value is here. I'm getting ready to let you listen to a podcast interview, one of the Healing Hour conversations that I had with the polished lady here in our town, Indianapolis, doing some amazing things. We had such a fun conversation and she's just a sweet soul. And I'm really grateful that she gave me her space and time. Now, my audio was jacked up during our live conversation on Facebook. I didn't know that. So just bear with me as you listen to this. And thankfully, her, her audio was awesome, which was most important. So Check it out. Let me know what you think. She is an amazing person, and you will see why here shortly. And you may have noticed that I changed the podcast name to She Can Achieve. I will put that in a separate episode of why, where they came from, and my thoughts about it. But you may hear in this interview, because it was done before I changed the name, mentions of mom, moms who achieve, um, same values, same energy, Keila's a mom. We're talking a lot about that. And I'm excited to share with you some changes that are coming to the podcast. That'll be on a following episode. All right. Without further ado, here we go. Hey. How are you? Pretty good. Here we go, baby. Now I'm cooking with grease. <laughs> with the yellow, as I know. Got to, you know, had to show up yes. in full uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here. So it's going to be a free-flowing conversation conversation we'll just talk about you what you're doing in the world how you got to that and go from there okay sounds good by the way girl i i mean to tell you i love 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 your hair the color oh thank you beautiful thank you shout out to uh Lita, who got me all the way together i'm trying to see let's see if she uh, she's on here she's on her line um, yeah, Laquita did my hair with Freedom Curls, y'all, anybody listening, um, she's amazing, and honestly, my only regret is, like, after she gave me a little pop of color, it was like, I need more, like, I need you to color all of this. <laughs> I definitely feel you, I've been telling my optician for a long time I wanted some color, but, uh, I guess the yellow's enough for you for right now. Yeah, who's your optician? Uh, her name's Erica Davis. Uh, also known as the retwist slayer. I think guys, yeah, awesome. you look very good. Thank you. She just yeah. retwisted today. It's beautiful, man. I tried. I ain't tried hard enough, but I tried when I was going through my life journey, and I quit. <laughs> sometimes it's for us. Sometimes it's not. Yeah, I was. I was going through life. Pregnant with my last one and I, it was just a hot mess and I just couldn't take it but I think I'll try again I think I will I don't know if I'll set my hair off first but we'll see but what you rocking right now makes me want to try it again because that's so cute 
you know, come on to the other side. <laughs> I might. All right. So tell us who you are and a little bit about you. Definitely. So first and foremost, hey, greetings, salutations, polished people. Y'all part of the polished people tribe, y'all. Uh, my name is Keela McKee, also known in these streets very well as the polished lady. I am a media specialist, a host, influencer, and a brand ambassador to a few Black-owned businesses, local, uh, and in different cities, global, kind of. So, mm -hmm. uh, my mission, I guess I would say, is to make sure I'm spreading positive light on the African American community, and just well, just spreading love and light. Like anytime you you meet me or get to have a conversation with you with me i want you guys to leave energized and feeling like oh she had nothing but love to give and she brought light to this situation that i didn't know about everybody including myself because i don't know clearly what a brand ambassador is okay so a brand ambassador is a think of it as a long-term influencer so the difference between a brand ambassador and an influencer is influencer contracts are more focused around like a campaign. So say for example, a company came out with a new juice and they just want to promote that juice heavily. Um, so that's what an influencer would do versus a brand ambassador is long-term situation where you guys are building, building a relationship and you're also um, building the brand voice and story wrapped around your own life your own day-to-day -day life so um i am a brand ambassador for sip and share wines mm -hmm. uh and i think i think that's really cool because uh when i first met nicole kearney i loved her to death loved her but i kept telling her i'm a tequila drinker i don't drink wine that ain't for me that's not for me and one day uh at, at a block party she gave me a sangria uh with some fruit in it some real fruit in it and i just fell in love and like she consistently you know checked up on like hey have you tried this wine before and i was like yeah no i'm a tequila drinker but slowly but surely she converted me over and i'm happy to tell the story like okay now i'm a little bit of a wine expert you know because um as she says a lot of black people don't have like the knowledge of what's a wine tasting Nobody's ever really experienced it. A lot of times we drink to get there yeah. <laughs> instead of enjoy and understand um, its culture. Yeah. So, yeah. So she's a black woman here. Mm -hmm. She's black. She's a black woman. She's vegan owned as well. Um, so, yes. Shout out mm -hmm. to Super Share Wines, Nicole Kearney, wherever you are. Kearney. I mean, I'm going to shout her out, tag her or something afterwards. How you spell her name? Her last name? It's K E A R N E Y. Yeah. And, and I I can um, actually agree because I was just went to Cooper Talk a few weeks ago and there was a tasting there. And I can tell you what nothing was on I mean, I'm just like, and every time I get wine, I'm like, just give me something sweet. So I think it's interesting that we do have people out here on that. And I would like to support Sip and Share Wines. Y'all should them out. And if y'all use my code, y'all, look, let me plug y'all real quick. If y'all use my code POLISH, you get 10% off your orders online. You can also find um, Ship and Share Wines in a lot of Total Wines. Uh, they're, they're in the Indianapolis, well, sorry, 
they call it New Fields now. I started to call it the Indianapolis Art Museum. Yeah. <laughs> okay, y'all know. <laughs> yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, they're in there too. Okay, cool. Dang. Congratulations to her. That's awesome. So when you do that, then, do you commit to a certain amount of time or is this just like until it's over with? Um, so it's until like some of my brand ambassador contracts, like I'm the brand ambassador for the mom cave and how that works. It is contract based like with the time frame on it, because as a brand ambassador, I'm promoting the events and just showing up and kind of uh, giving everybody a scope of what Mom Cape has to offer. So they they will they will renew my, well, review what I've done within a year. Uh, you know, different contracts vary, but uh, so with Sip and Share Wines, uh, hopefully, Sip and Share Wines, Key Creates, um, I Got Soul Boutique, those are a couple of other mm -hmm. brands that I'm a brand ambassador for. Uh, Hopefully we don't ever have a time limit. Hopefully we're together forever. <laughs> yeah. And so then you, as far as the brand ambassador, and I, I really want to talk about this. I know a lot of moms that are listening, they may be looking for extra income or something fun and different to do. And to me, that sounds fun. So when you are, I got two questions. You get paid like money or you get paid like in products. And then how do you choose who you decide to be a brand ambassador for? Okay. So, um, it's kind of vice versa. It just like really depends on your preference. Um, but I will say if you're, if you're doing it for the money, please grow your following, understand um, the type of audience that you have. So when you go to a brand and you tell them like your, your analytics and your data, they have more respect and they don't question you as much when you say, Hey, I need the free product and I need a check. Mm. So, um, I would say that because I noticed uh, the influencer realm is becoming catchy to yeah. everybody. Influencer and brand ambassador is becoming catchy. Like, oh, I'm gonna make this my lifestyle. Um, it's tough sometimes because I, I too have creators block, you know, sometimes. Um, but at the end of the day, you got to fulfill your contract make sure that you're getting the content out there make sure you're bringing the awareness to the brand or the products um and i what was that last question that last question was how do you choose like that's right for me okay yeah so with me in particular um i i like to tell people up front like what i'm looking for if it's like if it adds to my positive lifestyle um, that's what I'll be promoting on my social media. So I don't want to derail from, from nothing that I haven't been doing. Of course, you grow um, when you, you know, when you're getting into content and stuff like that. Of course, I've, I've changed, I've evolved. But at the same time, like you kind of know, like, does this really match my brand voice? Does Is my audience really going to go for that? Like, for example, um on on my instagram my my whole following like 60 66.3 is female like and the 33 is male so i know that when when it's friday night i know like after we didn't got off work we didn't picked up the kids everybody wants to go pour them a glass of wine sit down burn a candle yeah. and you can do that but i also have to sh tell y'all where to get it how to get the sweetest one 
you know, but I have to relay that message. It's something that I would do. I don't want to pick products and things that don't relate to me. Mm. So you make sure that's in alignment by talking to them and things like that. Yeah. Yes. So you have baby boy, right? Yes, I do. Tell us about him. And I know he got a little Instagram. <laughs> Period. Shout out to the polished prince. He upstairs. I can hear him making noise too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Waleed is five years old. He's in kindergarten. And um, I started his Instagram page not because I thought like he was going to be like a big influencer, like a kid influencer. I just really wanted to capture the moment and make sure that I had a, a space and place that um, we could relive and reshare our mm. memories. So that's why he has his own uh, Instagram platform. But, you know, my kid, he, he's kind of cute. He, he's handsome. So um, he has, he's also been on his former school's billboard and on their bus advertisement, some uh, brochure flyers for the school. So he does have a little resume starting. Yeah. He's only five, so. I love that shit. Also, this brings up a good point that I would love for you to give your perspective. Um, as we are, are jumping into this really tech savvy, I mean, even more so than it has been. And people, there's always this like, you have people on different sides of like putting our kids out there on social media, how we feel about safety, their privacy. So, I mean, I know you being the polished lady and being fine all over TV and doing all the interviews and all that stuff, you may have a different perspective for you, but does that transfer to like your son? Like, how do you, do you have a line? How do you draw that? How do you think on that? Oh, oh yeah. So, uh, this is a good question, girl. You did that. You did that. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Like Waleed, it most people they see him, they instantly like are yelling out the polish prince. And you know, he knows like mommy's tagline, which is pay polish people. So he'll say hello to like there's been times he's been with his father when I'm not around and there people are like DMing me or taking pictures or telling me they they met the polish prince and I'm like, That's cool. Um, was I worried about safety? Of course. Of course, there's always going to be something out there in the world. No. And I just feel like I kind of prep him. I let him know, like, okay, um, we're going here, here, and here. When you are going into large spaces and places, people might know your name that you don't know their name. You could still say hello, but it's never okay to, like, leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has a big personality, just like his mom. So, um He's always like, how how does she know my name? Is she my cousin? Like he likes to call call the Polish people his cousins, and I'm like, that's cool. But as long as he understands that um, they're here to support you, and if if I ever felt like it wasn't a safe environment via social media or them seeing him out in public, then I definitely would strip strip the access yeah. from my kid like his safety and how he feels is very important but um he hasn't we talk a lot um like, like i'll sit him down as if we were doing an interview and we, we'll talk about like how was your day and, and what happened and we basically have a conversation back to back he's yeah mm -hmm. he's definitely gonna be on tv someday. yeah you said hell yeah <laughs> so i'm hearing there is 
boundaries involved. I'm hearing there's prepping. So you're not just sending him out to the room like, hey, everybody's your people. It's like, oh, this is why people know who you are. So that's not every every kid's situation, not the typical kid. Like you go out, people know who you are. And then I hear you really like being able to hone in on your own intuition. Like so you know like, like okay, this is cool, this is not that kind of thing. Absolutely. And we have like a really open uh relationship where he could come talk to mom and let me know, like, Mom, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. Like I could think of I could think of a time like we went to a pumpkin patch and um there was a lady like she did she didn't know him off via his social media but she was just mesmerized my son has like raised arched eyebrows like okay, yeah, he does. Yeah, and, and this lady just could not get over it and she was just like trying to touch him and he let her like he like <laughs> shut that down <laughs> and i wasn't mad at him because i was just like you shouldn't be touching other people's kids one to you know like boundaries he didn't feel comfortable if he did if he felt your presence and he was feeling it he wouldn't let you continue he's a very friendly um young handsome man but not that day the pumpkin yeah. had you was going down he said no you were not gonna touch me and i respect him for it like I love that. I love that because we don't really talk enough about that, or, or I think the conversation can be ongoing around respecting a child's wishes. Like, we are, I love that we're out of this state of, oh, that's your uncle, go give him a hug, or you better go hug that such and such. And really giving autonomy back to our kids of like, how do you feel about it? Because I find that um, I've done a lot of research around molestation and things like that. and. Uh, what I have found is that not that it's a a hard stop on the data, but that a lot of kids that get molested or things happen to them in that way, we and even adults, I've seen the reviews about that. Like adult women, when things have have happened, they always talk about how like there was a red flag there. They didn't feel right before it happened. Like some kind of thing. I really believe highly in our own intuition, but we kind of take that away from kids when we basically tell them, and not just hugging someone, letting someone touch you, and all different aspects to ignore how they feel within to make other people comfortable, and I really feel that's a major part in how we have conditioned most people, all of us to a certain extent, who people please as, as adults and as we get older. Which is, which is what some things we gotta unlearn, for real, mm -hmm. because... <laughs> how can i make you feel comfortable but i'm not comfortable yes yes yeah, yeah so. i find everything about that so you have you you're very outgoing i actually i didn't even start with this so we met y'all organically on facebook didn't we? we didn't meet at first in person not first but on facebook yeah. yeah and then i think wasn't it the boss day brunch we met in person for some we were actually Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Okay. We were actually at the Boss Babes, um, the intimate space. Well, we had... Uh, oh, were you doing an interview there or was you just there? I was doing yeah. interviews. I was yeah, doing I live coverage of the event. Um, shout out to Boss Babe Network. Yes. I should have had their shirt on, like, for real. <laughs> hey, but we love Flourish Avenue, too. Yeah. Oh, you know that? Mm-hmm. So... Actually, it was just, uh, I think... One of the co-owners, uh, Virgil, shout out to him. It was just his birthday yesterday. Um, wow. So one thing I will say, 
what makes me different, you didn't ask me yet, but I'm going to tell you, because I've been getting this question a lot lately, and I just feel like in my spirit, what makes me different from other content creators and influencer, brand ambassador, whatever you want to call it, baby, uh, is I, I'm on the ground when it comes to uh, my community. So my content is for the community. It's for my polished people to absorb and and do with it what they will um so like i said like i know different organizations and we kind of we kind of talked about it uh too about i am like the resource that connects businesses to community mm. simple as put and i know i know when it's your birthday i know when you got like you got a, a family reunion going on or you got an event flourish avenue just had their um showtime mm. On Flourish event that was tight. Damn, uh, you gotta tag them afterwards into this. <laughs> know that that's what's up. Yeah, so it, it it's a lot of things that uh, I'm proud of, but I would really say being in tune with my community. I've been born and raised in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I've really taken ownership of all the great things that we had to offer. Um, sometimes we gotta search a little harder than others. But um, there's really a lot of gems in Indy. Yes. A lot of gems. It's like so many. Like I tell people all the time, I constantly have to battle between do I do this event? Do I do that? Like constantly, there's never, especially a weekend, but you can damn near find events during the weekend every day. But I have to constantly be like, damn, what y'all do? I don't know. So when people say like Indy is boring, I mean, they just not connected. Like that's, that's, that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like there there's a, a different like the crowd is based on your audience too and i just know i just know my people my like my people are professionals like young professionals but they still like to have a social outing yeah. and they want to do more for the community but they also want to have fun while they're doing it so it's nothing wrong with that like you could be a all all going club person knock yeah. yourself out but that's not that's not my whole audience. That's not what they they own. <laughs> they like to do a little different thing. So I hear you. I know you're doing your you're doing the interview. That's how I met you. It's like, oh, she interviews people. But like as I got to know you, like you do much more than that. You cover a lot of events and like you just stated, like you stay connected. So I oftentimes will see like, oh, what Gila got going on? What she? Because I know you're sharing what's happening or you're in what's happening. You're there, and I can appreciate that being a local myself. With you having to do all that, like that causes you to have to be out in the world so much. Like, have you always been going? How has like your child? Okay, so yeah, um, no, I have not always been outgoing. Um, believe it or not, you guys, all the way from elementary school to middle school, I was I had speech classes, like speech uh, therapy classes. So um, a lot of times I was trying to like fit, fix my lisp, I would say, mm -hmm. like fix the way I pronounce words and stuff like that. Um, and, and on top of that, like I was a quiet person. I used to get bullied for like wearing Payless shoes and all that stuff. So I just didn't want to talk. I didn't want to talk. Um, and I will say like that, that breaking point that made me use my voice um, more was when I went to college at Indiana State and I was getting, I got bullied like bad. Even at college? Damn. 
yes in college uh my roommate she keyed my microwave she felt like i let our our apa um write her up and i didn't tell her so she felt like i was with the apa on writing her up or whatever because me and the apa were friends but um it got so bad to the point where they had to isolate me put me in a separate room uh dorm room and there were certain times i could go into like the dining area I wouldn't go to my classes, um, but I'd be in my room all day and I would be completing homework assignments months, like three, two months in advance, uh, running to the, the professor's office hours if I had any questions, sending uh, a lot of emails. But I remember because me and this this roommate that I had, we had two, two or three classes together, um, but I just didn't go. Um, but I remember Dr. Jefferson, she told me, she's like, why would you let her dim your light? Mm -hmm. And when she said mm -hmm. that to me, it, it just like woke me up. It woke me up because this is the first time in my life where I'm off at college. Um, I'm on honor roll. I've never been like an honor roll kid, but I'm like, dang, I'm doing this thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm over here getting it. And also, I was a part of the African American um, Culture Center, so uh, we were. I was a, in the organization called Maps, mm -hmm. and we had like day to day meetings. And I really like Miss um, Val because Miss Val would be like, "Give me, give me something positive that you have uh, going on. Like what happened in your week?" She would make us say one thing that was like positive that we could like clap for each other for, mm -hmm. and just being in that room and being around a whole about 30, 30 something uh, kids, well, kids, adults, whatever. And we were all like, I've never seen this. It was this guy. He had like a 4.0 GPA. He had a culinary degree. He was already like so much, so many authors uh people raising awareness for political views and stuff and i was like this is what we need to focus on when it comes down to like the black communities because my major was public uh, public relations communications and uh, minor in african-american studies but to see to see how national news cover african-american peoples i was like that's not me mm. Like it was my, it was like my homework assignments to watch national news, like CNN, NBC, and they, I, I'll never forget this one news segment that they covered. They covered Pre President Barack Obama. They covered him because he was getting on Air Force One, but he was waving at the American people with a teacup in his hand, and they were like trying to dog him because he was waving at the american people he's so disrespectful he got this teacup in his hand he's getting on air force one and i just thought over a billion people watch you every single day and you get paid to report national news right. and this is what you choose to focus on and that's when i knew like i have to use my voice to be the change that i want to see yeah. And so that's kind of how I got started with my journey and like talking more and doing yeah. more. Yeah, I was going to ask if that's what sparked you to really get into our community and share those positive lights. And I also wanted to know when you talk to, as you said, Dr. Jackson, what was her name? Dr. Jefferson. Mm -hmm. Dr. Jefferson. Was she the first person that 
connected with you like that that really like stopped you connected with your soul and like hey and saw that she was in your life and asked you about that well i guess on like an academic level yes but i will also say that my mother kept me busy when it came to extracurricular activities um of course i'm a cld alum I was a part of Delta Gyms. I was also, every first Saturday or second Saturday, I would go to Harvest Girls International. But I will say Chris Meadows, like she's the president and founder over Harvest Girls International, and they are like a girls empowerment group um, that teaches, teaches us values, goals, and self-esteem. That's something like, Thinking back as a kid, I was like, oh, why do I got to get up every Saturday, go to Glendale Library? Why do I have to be here? These these girls aren't my friends. Why do I have to be here? But the people that she would bring into the room, like Kathy Holloway Hill, um, at the time, at the time she had her Living, Living by Design show, and then it, it aired on Channel 40. Like she would come in there and, and she would talk about her life story and how her life would look like this, but she completely did a 360 and changed it around. And I love hearing stories and community members come in and talk about it. But if not for those extracurricular activities that I was a part of, I really feel like I wouldn't have my purpose as early as I understood it. Because a lot of people right now, um, like once you get out of college and you get into the workforce, you start to realize, I mean, I mean I'm around people all the time who be like, I don't know what I'm doing at this job. This is not really fulfilling me. I'm, I'm drained. It's because you ain't found your purpose. Mm -hmm. But you ain't, but you don't understand, but you haven't understood what's your why yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah so I, I'm so thankful that I had people like Chris Meadows and Dr. Jefferson who really poured into me I could think of so many uh, many more people who poured into me but I, I'm not gonna lie to you like at the time I was like this is this is not where I'm supposed to be but now I find myself kind of like a like a counselor like i listen to your problems and i'll be like okay i'm gonna give you some some key points on where to hit i'm not i'm not a therapist no, i never said none of that i thought i wanted to be an advice column writer but the radio station shut me down because <laughs> they said it was too much liability i understand them now <laughs> so what i hear you say is that when you were your mom was putting you through all that you were not happy you did not like absolutely not yeah. absolutely not like self-discovery for cld um sat prep college all that good stuff um i thought it was just she was just trying to fill my time like keep me out the house mm -hmm. <laughs> but really in all actuality those those programs made me think so hard about who i wanted to be and where i wanted to be in life like mm -hmm. i had to ask answer those questions constantly didn't matter the program yeah. they will ask like what do you want to do with your life uh where do you want to go what do you see yourself doing like so now i'm becoming a visionary and i think right now if i didn't have those groups and those organizations i wouldn't be the vision 
visionary that I am today because a lot of people they don't they they never knew. I'm let's keep it a, a buck. I'll be telling people, yeah, I'm a media specialist. So what you do? Post pictures on on social media? No, that's not all I do. Thank you though, <laughs> I yes. appreciate it. And uh, sometimes it takes for people to see me in action. Other times, uh, you know, you got you got to be there to experience it and get all this this joy and love and questions that I got to ask y'all. Yeah, like this is dope. I have seen I've seen your interviews, um, at least some of them. I love them. And I was wanting to know, what do you think? I find them to be different than a lot of interviews I've seen. What do you think makes you stand out, like, as far as the actual interview? Like, how you connect with who you're talking to? How are your questions created in your head? Like, what makes it so... I feel like for me, it's the words I would probably give it would be authentic and connective. That's what comes to me. So, you know, where are you creating? Uh, well, I appreciate you for one. Thank you for saying that. Um, believe it or not, I, I used to, when I first started, I used to write down my questions and I would send them off to whoever I was interviewing so that they had an idea of where my mind was. And I started realizing that a lot of people uh, try to come prepared. Yes. And then they look stumped during the interview. So now we're not talking about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we sit there and I'm like, is she done with the question? He, he she, but they done with the question? They just answered you like, boop, boop, boop. It wasn't a conversation. They just. Absolutely. And they cut it off. I, I also I also like to just use the golden rule for real. You treat me, you treat people how you want to be treated. Um, whether whether I'm interviewing a mom and pop shop or if I'm interviewing somebody like Neil Long or any big celebrity or whatever, I like to I like to treat like you're you're human. Mm. You treat me good, I'm gonna treat you good. <laughs> like, mm. and so in the conversation, it has to be a mutual respect between both of us and I don't when I prepare for interviews I don't try to go gimmicky I don't I don't look about what's trending over here and what what they was doing last weekend I want to I want to connect with your spirit yes. I want to connect with your spirit when I talk to you and and make you feel like she really got me sitting over here thinking about me and I spent 24 hours with myself. Yeah. I ask the questions that other people want to ask, but they haven't vocalized yet. Mm. Oh shit. I might be a good interviewer then. Cause I'll be thinking about that too. So you just confirmed it for me. That's the fire. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So let's talk about it then. What's, what's been your funnest interview? Ooh, my funnest interview. Um, nobody's gonna believe me when I say this, but uh, I will say David Banner. When I interviewed him in Atlanta, I went down there for Juneteenth, and this is actually when Juneteenth was being proclaimed a national holiday, so it was right there. And I was in Atlanta, um, and I seen David Banner's speech when he was talking on the stage, but when he came over to the carpet. I asked him, like, what's one no that changed your life? You know what I'm saying? And he was like, wow, this is a really good question because most people want to focus on my achievements but yeah. never realize I, too, make mistakes or 
ha- have a hiccup in the road. And mm-hmm. um, for him, for him to confirm, because one, I was like, I was kind of nervous, just a little bit, because uh, I. I be catching flights or greyhounds. I don't care how I'm gonna get to the interview. Um, it's just as long as I get to him and I have the conversation. But he was so like just chill and relaxed. And then after the interview was over, he was like, "What you doing? You got heart. I can tell you passionate about it." And him just like re reaffirming me in my dreams and my vision was like, "Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I know you talk to a thousand people, billions of people." every year but thank you for affirming my dreams oh yeah that's powerful and i do love david ben i can really see him saying that taking that moment and i will say it's an amazing question talking to a celebrity because everybody does want to know oh what's popular or who was you with last week and you know the brands you with now those kinds of things so i love how you went yeah the the trendy I I don't care about <laughs> about y'all relationship status. I I want to know the person. Like I don't want to know about your downfalls. So so many news platforms. Of course, it's facts. It, some of the stuff is factual. You know what I'm saying? There's no way around it. But what news platform do you know that focuses 24/7 on promoting African Americans in a positive light? Other than me, I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. I'll wait if you know some send it to me I would I would love to tap in with them um but I just feel like we have so much more to offer and if we keep treating ourselves like jokes the world's gonna continue to see us as jokes mm-hmm. yeah so yeah I, I don't play when it comes to my interviews I'm so serious <laughs> love that shit yeah when you're preparing for an interview, when you talk about like really trying to cover the positives, you know, and things like that, how do you balance talking to someone, a human being, and of course talking about the positives, but really bringing the reality of their downfalls, their struggles, or um, even yours, like when you're being interviewed, how do you find the balance between that to create a good interview where people, I think for me, like at least in my conversations that I have, I find it very powerful to spotlight the people I'm talking to because who I'm choosing to talk to, like they're doing a thing in my community, but also not like, oh, this person's up here and we need to kind of get there. Like, no, this person, he was a person like us. She's doing all this great shit, but she's no more, you know, higher than we are. And I want to show that in the interview. So how do you decide and create that space? Or do you think it's important? Oh, yeah. So um, I was just in a master class with Anthony Murdoch, shout out to Murdoch, and he says, we try to network on the scale of like, on, on top of the ladder instead of lateral. Like, why don't we, why don't we, t- where we are at, look around the room and who's next to you. Those are the people who are already successful. You People think that the hierarchy of, oh, they've made this much money. That's their money. That don't got nothing to do with you. Or when you gonna make it. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, do not do not do the comparison game. It's gonna kill you every time. Um, but yeah, so when when I do interviews, I'm really myself. So I will tell them, okay, so I found this to be relatable in my life and I was wondering what's your take on it? Or I use two words because that 
those two words kind of like shape my questions a lot uh what's the impact or what's the what's the influence that you have on the community so those two questions i i mean well two words i kind of like to tease in like i saw this like this might be your reality but i'm gonna wrap i'm gonna shape it to to mm -hmm. where people are gonna be like okay i can talk about the bad but i'm not gonna stay there for long yeah. it's yeah. like yeah oh, shit. those yeah. those two words like impact and influence i know for for sure yeah. like we might we might start off on a hard topic hard to fo like follow up through but we're going to end in the good. We're going to be like, you know what? But I am still here to tell the story. And I, and then we celebrate that on camera, on live, on Zoom, wherever we at. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm always cheering the person that I'm interviewing on uh, because I'm like, dang, you dope. That's dope. Yeah, no matter what they're doing, what they've done, what's in their past, what they're currently going through, because David Banner, me alone, any other celebrity that you have, interview have gone through similar if not the same shit that regular you know folks go through so I, absolutely when you're interviewing them or your experience interviewing these people all of them what do you see as the kind of interesting similarities that everybody has like even with you you and them like all of y'all people in general the similarities that you see amongst people um the similarities are we know we got something great we know we got something great and just the right amount of people who hear our stories how it flows like there's like a clicking moment in an interview sometimes i try not to like just sit in it when i'm in an interview because i'm like you got 15 minutes you got 15 to 20 minutes to knock this out that's where i like to keep my interviews but you got you got to focus on that but when i'm replaying it this interview i've played it six seven eight times when i've edited it put it on my youtube platform before it even gets to you i'm sending it to them like hey do you approve this message before i roll out the press yeah um so th but that clicking moment where everybody's like I do have something of value like it's in me that, that that's just uh i can't it's it's priceless like literally seeing us all be like yeah we really offer great great value yeah. to the world that's really true too because when you're alone i mean you can talk about this too if you're open like when you're not interviewing when you're not momming, you know, when you're not building, doing the brand ambassading and, you know, different things like that, and you're alone. And oftentimes, even when you first got started, you might not have that experience now, but it was crickets when people weren't listening, people weren't sharing shit, people weren't showing up, you know, whatever. I feel like social media really does create this space, no matter who you are, where you're not careful, the likes, the shares, the comments, they really begin to like define the value you have in the world. So I Oh guess, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I will say, um again that it goes back to that self esteem thing. Like it was breaded into me like you matter, what you have it what you have inside of you is pure. You know, like those earlier lessons have helped me 
when it comes to social media because I look on social media every day. Somebody's picking up a microphone and I'm not mad at them for picking up the mic because we need more storytellers out here, but but they're picking up the mic to see how many views they can get versus a person with passion for the, the, the passion of the story and what they have to offer. Um, so there needs to be, be more education, which coming soon, <laughs> um, when it comes down to like why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, so I also, I also can speak like with social media, you feel like you have to post every day. You feel like you got to show up every day. And baby, again, like you said, when I first started, uh, I was charging people 30, $25 or $35 on um, to post a, uh, a interview. And sometimes when I would go interview uh, different businesses, I would catch the the Greyhound, I'm um, no, not the Greyhound, but I'll catch Indigo bus. I would catch a Lyft, a Uber. That's seventeen dollars on my ride, just getting to you. But I wanted to tell the story so bad, and I wanted to tell everybody like I really had this in me uh, to do what I what I said I wanted to do. And so um, those those moments just make me appreciate what's what's happening in my life right now because I've always said. I'm going to interview you. I'm going to tell your story. I'm going to be going to be the brand ambassador that that you guys are going to respect because I respect myself and I respect everybody who comes on my show uh, or my platform. Yeah. But I'm going to give you the raw, the real. Uh, anytime, anytime I, I feel like I'm authentic when it comes to my social media pages because I will let you know I had a bad day, y'all. Everything is not peaches and rainbows over here. Um, but does the work get done? Yes, I'm consistent. That's one thing my audience is going to tell you. The Polish lady's been consistent. She's been doing this for five years. I haven't seen the yellow stop. You won't see it stop. Uh, do I get breaks? Yes, especially now because I, I think I told you earlier that I've started my full-time entrepreneur journey um been doing that for four months now sometimes after i drop him off at school i have the luxury of laying on the couch and not doing nothing but when when we were in covid i didn't appreciate that time um because we we were forced to be in the house and do nothing we could have low-key do nothing but during that time i was sliding in people's dms i was still offering my interviews but doing it virtually um, to connect with people in other cities, yeah. which which then again, people's like, oh, she's still working, even when she locked in the house. Like, I literally, yeah, yeah. one of my first, like, one of the big moments, I guess you could say, in my career um, was the BMF interview. Mm -hmm. They invited me to, to cover the BMF movie premiere. Um, but I in the email, I'm sitting over here like, I didn't apply for this. I don't know how I, my name got on stars radar and I was like, and ultimately I got to fly out there. But first I was like, no, nah, this is a, this is a scam. You know, you get all these scammy emails and telling you what you, what they going to do, what they going to pay you, what they going to let you do. Come to find out. I didn't listen. I use my network so well. 
I didn't track down like, okay, this is legit. This is a whole legit. Uh, but because I waited so late, I didn't get to get on the red carpet for the movie premiere in Atlanta. But later down the line, they had, they still had my name on the PR list. So I was able to interview um, Lil Zane and uh, Miles Bullock, which uh, if you remember BMF, <laughs> yeah, they cut his water, his, they cut his lights off, y'all. Oh, <laughs> look it up. So what has kept you grounded then? What has kept you grounded and kept you going through no caring, through maybe the uh, no's that I never gotten as we all do as we grow? Um, to keep you really just being consistent when you talk about this one thing people on the last five years for you. Girl, I like your questions. I love them. <laughs> I love them. Um, I'm going to say two things that have kept me grounded. Uh, one, real, realizing that no is not temporary. I mean, like forever. It's not forever. It's temporary. Um, that's been super important for me and my journey because, because basically when I started the Polish Lady brand, my, my general manager, he told me no, which that was the fuel for me to be like, you know what, I'm gonna post this, post this video. I'm gonna introduce who I am, what I'm bringing to the table, period. <laughs> and yes. I've been, I've been running ever since with that, um, type of energy. And then the other, the other thing I will say that's kept me grounded is, I wish a lot of people understood that you don't need others others to save you. Um, um, a lot of people, like you don't need a, a rescue team. Of course, support, of course, support is needed. I There's no way I would be where I am or when it comes to the level of respect people have for the Polish Lady brand without the polished people tribe and, and their love and support of watching my videos and my content um but you really have to internalize i did the work i showed up for myself um you did you didn't need four hundred thousand other people's to validate that Ooh, you, yes. you need to start start with self yeah tell us about the yellow oh yeah Okay, Polish Prince, I need you back upstairs. Thank you. Thank you. I'll see you later. Mama? Yep, tell the Polish people bye. bye. Say bye, Miss Virginia. Bye, Miss Virginia. Get your next It is. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Go ahead, baby. Mama? Go upstairs, baby. Mama? We'll talk Mama? later. No. Okay, All right. So. The yellow came about because my good friend Olivia Foreman, uh, she was doing some coaching, consulting, and you know we sat down and she was talking about like my social media page, and I looked at she basically she was the first person I ever heard of did a brand audit mm -hmm. on me, yeah. and uh, with the brand audit, she basically was like, "These are brand colors. You need one." <laughs> I'm looking at her like. This is great, coach. This is really crazy. <laughs> and so I, I did what I do best. I asked my community and those who was watching, like, when you think about me, what do you think about? And a lot of people said, like, bubbly, inspiring, hopeful, happy, just like a, a ball full of energy. Yeah. And so when you look up yellow, you see it's about ins inspiration, 
it brings about happy thoughts and that's what i wanted my content to represent so that's why i always say love and light uh stay polished yeah. that means to keep going and keep establishing yourself oh thank you for saying that too because i didn't know what the underlying meaning for that so for anyone that's watching or that will be watching later know you have your son and a lot a lot of moms that i talk to and even in my environment so he's like look don't worry i know he he get he how is he five right He's so good to give you this hour. He's good. He's still, we're going to wrap this up. But let us know, like, what would you say to the mom that feels like, I have kids, so I can't do this, or I can't balance both, or they are doing it, and it's being, you know, building something on their own, and it just has proven to be much more difficult than they thought. Give me a little before I go and this. I'm going to you, good. I'll you, Mr. Gina. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> cute. See what I mean about that, that, that hall of fame? He got it, baby. Ready, ready. Um, so what I will say to like moms who feel like you guys can't do it, um, I didn't even know I went, I didn't even know I was built, cut out to be a mother. Like I never had that, that vision, be a mom or I'm going to have a family. It's going to be great. I'm going to be somebody's mama. Never. No. <laughs> Wow. Never had that 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 dream. Mm. Uh, and then April the twentieth, two thousand eighteen, that little boy changed my life. And but one one day we were in the NICU, and I was like, like I prayed over Wally, but we was again having a conversation. I think I recorded it too. I, wow. It might be already posted on my YouTube. I'm gonna have to go back and look at it. But again, I had the conversation with Wally. I said. I will never stop being me because that's the best way I know how to be a mother for you to be, to be the best person that I, I can be for you is through living out my dreams. And, you know, a lot of our parents uh, will say to you, you know, I had to cut, cut my dreams out so that you could live a better life. I don't agree. Mm. I, I can't, I mean, like, unless you was doing, Unless she was doing drugs, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> you know, unless you had to run away from somebody, domestic violence, that's the only, I do not believe that I can't fulfill my dreams and still raise you to be a great individual, mm -hmm. a, a amazing human being. So, like, you can still do it. Um, of course, of course, you're always going to have the naysayers in the back, like, there was times I had to leave my son. He was six months. I was breastfeeding him. I had to go out and do training in Washington, in Washington D.C. And everybody's like, you just had a C-section. You uh, you need to be sitting at home breastfeeding your baby. You need to pump your milk, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, no, nah, I got to go. Like, this mm -hmm. opportunity, opportunities, they don't wait. Mm -hmm. They don't wait for no one. If that makes sense, of course you could say uh, it'll come around again, but you really never know. Yeah. And every time I've jumped after something I've I've been wanting to do or something I told myself I was gonna do, I've shocked myself. I've amazed myself. And when I when I come home, the first person I want to tell is my son. The first person I want to celebrate with. I want to get 
graham crackers and apple juice like that's our shindig <laughs> um so i want to do that watch a movie he he loves our popcorn movie nights like we still have that but you can't let you can't let being a parent stop stop you from being you because it's in you mm -hmm. if you proclaim like this is what i want to do do it stop letting time money materials like i can tell you right now uh i said i posted on social media the other day i gotta get to atlanta uh on the 24th i got invited to do something really big but i'm like this don't pay me come on now you you just four months into your entrepreneurship journey and so i'm like trying to secure secure my funds uh before you know the winter season hits because it's about to be slow uh when mm -hmm. it comes down to events or people not showing up and people not wanting to do stuff so uh but my tribe knows that i i really put on and try to show up for the community and one of one of my tribe members they bless me like they bless me to pay for the flight i didn't ask nobody for no money i wasn't going to ask i was going catch the greyhound because i'm not too prideful to get to where to get to where i'm going like my mindset's already strong like i told you i'm a visionary and i and i feel like if you believe that you two are are destined to change the world in, in whatever way uh whatever shape that looks like for you do it mm -hmm. You literally have to do it. And I'm not telling y'all this because it sounds glorious. I'm telling you be from based off true experiences, like, wow, my life's been real dope <laughs> ever since I jumped at the opportunity to do me. But doing me doesn't mean I stopped being a mom. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're gonna have that title forever. Right. You have that title forever. They gonna grow up and then one day i i hope wally like turns to me and asks me mom what have you done to to fulfill your dreams because we're always talking about kids what you want to be when you grow up what's gonna happen when that kid turns around and look at you and say what have you done to fulfill your dreams mm -hmm. and you and you you ain't got a comment now you scrambling you looking like <laughs> uh, uh well i'm gonna be like nah baby let me sit down we're gonna have a real good talk <laughs> right i love that because um i was on an interview before and i had said that too like i'm a woman before i'm a mom and i don't subscribe to that all my moms to everything goes to the left now um for a couple of reasons but what stands up hearing from you kind of agree is that i i model the behavior for my kids and so if i'm catering everything to a certain person there's so much that they're missing out of that that they don't see like i want my kids to see me building a business to see and that person didn't show up and what what me talking about that experience or i thought something was gonna come through and it didn't and then those ups of like look you know, we find out here to do this or you know i'm able to be with y'all and just go on vacation when most people were at work because of what i decided to do or like all the things that we do and i think that um there's a lot of guilt and shame like my mom gives tongue like, oh, I'm a mom, they come first. And I just find that that definition of first really just, it's not the same everything. And you could, just because you are 
building a business here and you ain't fully present 100% with your kid, like that's just our thoughts that make us think that that messes the relationship up. Like you can have a very strong, just like you got an old friend you ain't seen in a year, you pick it back up like nothing ever happened, right? Like it's not like, for me, it's like the power in raising a child is them being able to see what's possible and we're like the first people that, that allow that for them to see, you know? Keila, uh, so we'll Keila, your preacher. And then, I, are you able to see the kind of uh, I do see, I do see one. I'm pre preaching. Shout out to my girl. Period. Yeah, pronounced, but I can't see it. Um, I think I know. I did read it. I did read it. Um, I didn't want to cut you off though. Um, she, <laughs> she asked me. She asked me like, what, what got me into journalism. And I just feel like there wasn't a voice for um, African-American people to be positively seen and heard. So th that's really what got me into journalism. There there you go. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, I have loved watching you evolve and grow professionally. What got you into media? Okay. Yes. Um. So, yeah, like not seeing a voice that positively promoted the African-American community and realized, like, we have more than the entertainment culture. We should we shift economic impact, <laughs> um, social impact, and uh, we're the reason a lot of a lot of things are popping. You know. Period. Yeah. <laughs> Period. I also yeah. I don't, I don't want to forget to say this when you talked about like securing your funds for the winter. Shit gets slow. People don't show up on it. I just want to offer you that there are are certain people that have a light in them no matter what season it is and that is you like 100 i'm not like sugarcoating shit like for real like and i've seen this for my husband like back when he first she's gonna make me cry but for real his first several years of tattooing like his mind prepared him for the time that you know it was winter or christmas uh all these holidays and people weren't showing up his funds was cut in the moment and because he his mind told him that he prepared for that show with that energy and so that always happens when he transitioned like i'm a bomb ass tattoo artist every day of the year every season of the year people want tattoo there's people out here thriving in the way and i'm one of those like when you really transition we don't see a drop in income because it's january because it's december so like hearing of like I give a fuck what day it is. Like I'm out here hearing stories covered. People want me, people need me, they're coming for me. Like I'm the polished lady. Like you that's you I'm hearing you speak like you evolving and being that person no matter what fucking day of the year it is. You know? And that and that's proof you saw that proof too. Like somebody paid for your flight. Like who, who does that? You know what I mean? Like but energy can be felt and that goes to your point of you don't need four thousand people and you know all these things like all you gotta do is show up and be serious about it and like the universe will really bring you whatever it is no matter what praise the lord <laughs> praise the lord saints <laughs> praise the lord. all right girl let them know what you're looking for what are you what what's fun what's happening what can we expect from you is there um certain kind of interviews you're looking to do like tactics? i don't know never know who's watching um so yeah you guys i do offer um interviews as a way of telling your brand story and i i like non-traditional businesses like if you have a business idea or even like um a product or a service 
a service that I could, you know, show up, try to utilize, see how it works. And shout out to the Polish people. I, I'd be love. I would love to do that. Um, actually, I just did a collaboration with uh, Natasha, aka Cakes by Lucky. Mm, yes. um, so that was really dope. Like she really pushed me out of my comfort zone. And y'all, I'm one of my favorite words is, is brazen. Uh, the word brazen means to be bold without restraint. I learned that in SAT prep. Shout out to COD. Um, <laughs> Love that. And and I I'm always like I think you should just jump. I think you should just. I have that type of personality. Like, I think you should just jump. But anyways, when when I had to make my own cake, I was like, I don't know about this, Harpo. Mm -mm. <laughs> I think I think you should uh, take take what you telling me to do, and you do it. But uh, she was patient with me. Uh, wow, she's an amazing teacher. And I was like, ooh, this, this can be like a new avenue for me i'm thinking uh as far as you know like undercover boss oh, what if i did, yeah what if i did that like in the community like i was already doing like the polished lady tour and going into different businesses to interview the the owners but what if i did something like a segment where the polished lady comes to you you enlope me into whatever your business is and uh we take off from there just vibe off energy yeah um something i'm really excited about um i'll drop i'll drop this you get the exclusive girl um i'm i'm about to interview the former miss universe miss juanita ingram brown you know um, and wow she's accomplished she's an Esquire, she's the Emmy winner, expat uh, filmmaker. Like she has so many accomplishments under her belt. Um, that's coming up really soon. I'll be interviewing Snow Lathan. Uh, oh wow, yeah. you're interviewing dope ass people. How can we say like like from what I see your interviews, I see them after. Is there a way to see them like before live, or we just wait to post them on your personal? so it's hard to okay so like initially i wanted to do live ones but um sometimes you know they might mess up or they'd be like cut this part out so that's why i can't yeah. do them live anymore but if i'm like at blacktoberfest or that block party that's when i'm able to like do more live because it's like i can't i can't go back and edit it's fast posting content and people want to live in the moment with me so long form interviews i can't do live and on your youtube right yes on my personal page and my youtube you can yeah. definitely touch that content yeah um, when we hop off in the comments make sure you put everything absolutely uh absolutely become a part of the crew or act as the ceo for the day given the behind the scenes Period, girl. You better that come you through. <laughs> like an indie indie season. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that would be so fun. Yeah. You need to tap it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I've been wanting to bring back the Polish Lady Tour, which like for those of you who just hopped on here, like I said, it's me going into different black owned businesses, interviewing them, and uh, also they provide like a discounted service while I'm in uh, in the space for for the hour. 
we did i did that it was two businesses a day and we hit northeast southwest and that was great and but the the turnaround time for me to like turn up <laughs> turn over those interviews baby like every day mm -hmm. and then then i had sponsorships on my makeup and and the hair so i had to wake up and do that so it, it was a lot of rolling pieces um i'm only one person i won't say it's impossible because i've done it before but i just have to uh i'm really counting on the community I i'm saving my can y'all help me <laughs> <laughs> i'll be saving my can y'all help me uh for a later date like so yeah probably probably that indie season that's when i'm gonna be like all right now where y'all at <laughs> facts for real for real okay well let us know when that's happening thank y'all everyone who tuned in do you have any last thing you want to let the people know um yes uh thank you so much for having me i really enjoyed our conversations i i promise you the first time we we had the conversation about I, <laughs> you know <laughs> you know <laughs> I ain't, I ain't gonna tell everybody my business like that yeah but uh basically i appreciate you for having me um you guys please 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 don't give up on what it is that you want to do i i can't stress that enough i don't care if the storm is loud it's thundering it's lightning i don't care what's going on i don't care if the the internet bill got to get cut off for you to go someplace to put $10 in your tank. I don't care. Mm -hmm. You, you gotta go through it because, because what about the outcome of you flying? Like mm -hmm. I can only think about the wind. I mean, of course we can focus on the negative all, all day, but where does it get, get us? We're going to be stagnant in one thought, but think of all the places we'll go. Come on, Dr. Yes. Stokes. Yes, for real though. <laughs> we gonna go, baby. When we put our, put forth our ideas, our thoughts, our our actions towards the things we want to achieve. Yeah, like, I can't stress this to you guys enough. I want to see y'all win. I celebrate y'all wins as if they are my own, my tribe. We collectively like. I I move with people who want to go forth and do great things in the world. So. Yeah. Uh, I just know y'all winners, um, and I can't I can't wait to celebrate or tell your story whenever we link up. Um, so thank you once again. I'll be brief with that. Yeah, thank you for blessing us. Have you ever heard of Napoleon Hill? Napoleon Hill. Yeah. So, no? so everybody watching and for you, he agreed to like he's thinking grow rich, outwinning the devil. Like and he talks about that, just like that point of giving up, like what's on the op the other side of pushing through when you're like, man, fuck this, and like what and, and if you just watch anybody's success story, they always have that point right before they really hit their dreams and made them, where like life gave them fucking hell, and they they they, they, they what it wasn't a going back, and Absolutely. that's how they make every success looking to so thank you for sharing that and thank you for blessing us here today i had a ball girl <laughs> good. shout out shout out you girl you asked some good questions too don't whoo <laughs> i was sitting over here like i thought i thought i knew what we were gonna talk about but she piggybacked so quick <laughs> i said oh wait a minute <laughs> no 
Nah, no, like I thank you. I just really wanted us to connect with you as a person, and I see the light in you. I'm so grateful to know you. I love what you're doing. You'll be sharing my story for sure, and I hope that everybody listening definitely taps in to listen to other people's story and share their beautiful and i think that your dream and goal to really help people see their own light is what that's that collective right that collective awareness that's raising just like a person at, the, at a time so just remember this go back and watch this shit when you do feel down and out because like this is so needed <laughs> you're so silly girl <laughs> i ain't gonna cry but I'm, I'm gonna let you know it's all the love oh thank you have a good night you too peace polished people